Hey there, thoughtful listener. What is your number one lead generation blocker? Head to upmyinfluence.com slash quiz to find out right now. That's upmyinfluence.com slash quiz, and I'll share why you aren't getting the intros and sales you deserve. We're also actively seeking guests for this daily commercial-free entrepreneur wisdom podcast. Agency owners, consultants, coaches, and B2B service providers, head to upmyinfluence.com slash guest, and I'd love to promote your expertise to our amazing audience. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Stephen Perchikov. Stephen, you are the founder and CEO of the Art of Sales Academy. You're found on the web at artofsalesacademy.com. Stephen, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. Well, right now, as we're uh, having our conversation, uh, you look like you're in a very tropical location. <laughs> you got beautiful yes. breeze kind of blowing through. What? Uh, what how, how would you describe the structure that you're in right now? I'm in a bamboo structure right now uh, in a little kind of tiki, tiki hut kind of vibe. Yeah, I'm in the Caribbean on the Colombian uh, coast, Colombian Caribbean coast. And uh, yeah, it's a bit, bit of a family day here, but I'm I'm working from a tiki hut near the pool, so no complaints. Not a bad gig. Yeah, give us an yeah. overview of what you do with Artist Sales Academy. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we're a business development, sales consultancy, and agency. Uh, a large part of what our clients lean on us for is helping them craft their messaging the kind of messaging that helps prospects go from zero to interest. So we do a deep dive into their offer, find out verticals that work for them, audiences, come up with these messagings and test different audiences and, and ultimately help them get calls on their calendar. That's a large part of what we do. We also do sales training, help with hiring, sales to help sales teams with hiring, um, CRM work. Uh, so number number of different things. Uh, our claim to fame is definitely more on the sort of messaging, messaging and, and lead generation side. Yeah. Yeah. What are, let's talk, cause I definitely want to talk about lead gen and messaging. Um, what do you see a lot of people doing right now that is just it's very common, but boy, is it ineffective? Yeah. So the channels that we focus on are typically unpaid channels, uh, pay, uh, LinkedIn, email, calls, all these sort of things. And so, you know, they're for B2B businesses. So that's like, just to set the context. And on these channels, especially if we're talking about LinkedIn, uh, the, the ineffective, the most common ineffective thing that people are doing is they discover automation, they use automation and they use it poorly. And so they burn a lot of bridges and don't get the results that they're looking for. And they lean too much on technology and not enough on strategy and empathy. So that's that's the biggest thing. And it, it's it's kind of sad because it makes the experience worse, but it also provides an opportunity for people that are doing this sort of thing well to stand above the noise. Yeah. Um, and so specifically, um, it sounds like you know, LinkedIn might be a, a pretty valuable tool to use. Um, you know, you know, what what I see not working really well is generic 
spray and praise type stuff where it just, I know what they're doing. Like everyone knows what they're doing. Like, it's just, it's, it just feels like a, just a fishing expedition. And, and, and I honestly, like, we all know what that kind of messaging is and it just feels cold, generic. They're just, it's not them. You know, it's probably just some script that they're copying and pasting. There's a better way to do this. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So our philosophy around outreach is this idea of scalable personalization. Uh, it's this idea where, like we just said, scaling is using technology poorly and you just kind of are spamming people and you'll get results that way. You'll probably get some sales as well, mm. uh, but you'll burn a lot of bridges. Personalization is the other side of the coin where people think you have to just write every message by hand, uh, do, do that kind of business development. And that's going to work too. That's going to get you calls and opportunities and sales, but it takes forever and it's a very slow process. So what's that sweet spot? That sweet spot is when you can do your research really, really well and find out who that perfect target is and niche down in various ways using research and filters. And then think of, okay, I've niched down so well that if I send this message, it's going to feel like I wrote it myself, at least right. 80% of the way there. And if that's the case, then you can use a little bit of automation to amplify your results without sacrificing human connection, essentially. So that's what we propose. And I can give you some stories of how that looks if you like. And Yeah, yeah, okay. please. I assume, yeah, okay. are we... Are we prime? Are you advising primarily to start by using Sales Navigator and and kind of conversing and and, and direct message? Yes, on the LinkedIn front, definitely recommend Sales Navigator. Um, I, I'm also yeah, and direct message. Um, you know, your profile has to look great. You have to know your messaging, your offer, and then you know you can start testing these things a bit more detail. But I'll give you uh, just a quick example of a fintech company who was looking for a solution to you know what they were looking for product market fit their their product did 50 different things and they worked closely with they knew they wanted to work with banks but they didn't know exactly what to lead with so we did an analysis of their product we found one specific element of their product that they could lead with which was um their focus on helping banks transition from something called sofer to libor it was a major transition going on with all the contracts and and, and, uh, and it required a lot of manual review, a lot of contract review, and there was urgency because this had to be completed by all banks everywhere within the year. That's why we chose it. There was urgency, it was a tedious process, and their tool made it less tedious. The other reason that we chose it is because it was easy to find these specialists at these banks who focused on SOFR and LIBOR. They actually had that in their title. So the fact that we can pick a hyper-specific industry and mention a problem that we can solve that's hyper urgent, right? Deciphering that and, and, and leading with the tip of the spear with that opened up a lot of doors with them with every major bank you can think of and mm. led to seven figures of net new revenue for a startup within the first six months. Yeah. So the, the engagement then like on an issue like that, which I really love, right? Because it's not a I would imagine language wise now, you're really just kind of approaching from a, hey, just wondering if I can be helpful. Don't know if you guys are working on this, you know, you know, let me know if I can be of service or help. You know, it's it's almost like, you know, the intent on outreach is not, you know, buy my thing. It's right. Am I am I kind of in the territory? Of, yeah. Of- yeah. The intent and outreach is not necessarily buy my thing. The template that we usually go with is sort of this 
blend between first of all we don't beat around the bush much because right. if you're selling a high product high value item you shouldn't to you and you're selling to a high value decision maker you just tell them what what's going on here and and try to have a conversation get off linkedin have a phone call mm-hmm. approach generally busy people don't want a million articles sent to them no. dancing around the bush so but at the same time you don't want to come off as spammy so there's this kind of gentle i guess there's a way to build intrigue and then transition to having a conversation so that's what you want to do you want to build some intrigue hyper specific in your message so as an example to them the message was something like hey frank great to connect and see your background at jp morgan and to see your your experience in libor uh we work in a similar space too we've actually uh solved for the problem of the tedious manual review uh in the libor sofer uh transition uh reducing it from weeks and months to days and hours i mm. uh, love to connect with you more learn more about you and share what we're working on as well thanks so that intrigue that's hyper specific that thing that you're mentioning to someone who is in pain because they have that problem and no one's else is reaching out to them so you have no competition because it's mm. such a niche and then you <laughs> kind of end it with Hey, let's talk. It would be cool to get to know you. Bye. You're not like trying to force it down their throat. You take it away. You t- do a little bit of a takeaway. And then that typically works very well. You end up having a friendly chat without feeling like, without them having to think, are they going to be hard sold on the call? Yeah. Um, aside from LinkedIn, are there any, uh, what, what other tools or platforms do you think work okay? Does email work all right? Yeah, email is definitely something that we use as well. I'd say the majority of results at this point come from LinkedIn, maybe 80% of the results. Mm-hmm. Email, maybe 20% of the results, uh, just because it's less of a social channel. They don't see your face. Um, people have inboxes and spam filters, so yeah. strong. Days, so it's it's harder to get in there. But uh, the leads that do come from there can be really good because these are people who maybe don't use LinkedIn as much, so they're responding via email. And uh, no, they're just less jaded, perhaps, by all the messages they get on LinkedIn. So when they come in through email, they can be quite a good lead at times. Yeah. Um, so when you are engaging with a client, Steve, how do you, like, what does that look like? Are you providing individual consulting coaching? Um, are they, or how, how do you work with folks? Um, when I, when we work with, when we work with clients, yeah, I, or or do you uh, like your your services? How they yeah, how they work? Yeah, so it's a blend of things. Um, uh, some of our clients want an agency service, so we do the entire process for them. We set up the messages, the software, do the outreach, handle their inboxes, set up the phone calls, and we take it all the way to the phone call on their calendar. So that's the full suite of services. Others they want this in house, and they want a consultant in-house so we train their teams how to run this and then we maybe train their teams how to handle the calls and um act as a sort of a navy special navy seals special forces in their sales organization filling gaps wherever they are so that's a bit more of a you know higher level of consulting so depends yeah. And then um, on your website, um, Art of Sales Academy, uh, what resources uh, would you recommend there for someone who's interested in learning more about you? 
Yeah, absolutely. So there's a, a number of articles at the bottom of the site that outline some of our approach. There's also, I think if you uh, enter your email address, you'll get another case study. So there's just case studies and articles on the site speaking about our approach to scalable personalization and our approach to sales in general. So all of that could be really interesting for the right person. Yeah. Does um does content figure like how does content figure into B2B sales today? Yeah, that's a great question. So we have a philosophy around content as well. Uh, we call it mythic content for LinkedIn. So the idea is that generally, generally, the content that gets the most traction on LinkedIn are stories. If you're able to tell emotionally emotion laden stories, and especially stories where you know you can you can put the role of your client in the role of the hero and yourself as the role of the guide, where uh, you know I just got off the phone with my client and uh, here's what they told me. Um, they couldn't believe that this 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 these kind of stories. Um, and then what you're doing in that story is maybe bringing forth an objection that they said, and then how you overturned it and then how they, what benefit they got from realizing that this wasn't like that. It was actually like that, you know, so that realization helps bust objections in your prospects minds and makes it more likely that they'll come to you. So these are the sort of things that, these are the sort of things that, uh, you, you could write content about. And then, so there's content where your client is the hero and you're the guide. And then there's also content about yourself where you share elements of your own personal life, your own story, and use that to inspire them. You know, like I tell a story when I work with entrepreneurs at some point, I tell a story about how I got my first client and I went into the office of, uh, you know, my job and I went to a conference room and had the call. I was so nervous. I made the pitch. It happened. I had a new client. I walked over that threshold and it was not the same person who I was. Right. So that's a, just a quick story that entrepreneurs can relate to about like, you know, getting their first sale in their business. So just another way to connect. Yeah. Terrific. How did Steve, how did you get into this? Like, what were you doing before, before yeah. you kind of put your own banner up as the artist sales Academy? Yeah. So I was in the tech startup space and I worked in high growth startups, series A, series B companies that uh, didn't yet have much of a marketing team. They maybe had a bit of product market fit. So as a salesperson, I didn't realize then, but it's pretty much the hardest sales job you can do. Like you're trying to build <laughs> demand for a product and a technology that no one is fully aware of yet. Yeah. So that really taught me how to get my own leads. That taught me about messaging. That taught me, I, I was forced to learn different technologies and different ways to get in front of people in order to make, in order to make the pitch and to sell this thing. So uh, getting good at that, I always ended up, doing well at these companies. I always ended up having a lot of calls and opportunities. And it was the systems that I developed over six or seven year span of working at a couple of different startups that led to the skill set that I have working with clients now. Yeah. Um, well, this is great. Um, oh, Steve, what, what types of companies do you generally work with? Like, what would be some examples of like, maybe like a perfect introduction for you or someone that's listening to us right now, like, oh, I think he's talking about us. <laughs> yeah, awesome. So yeah, we do work with uh, consultancies, technology companies, uh, staffing and recruiting firms. Those are some of our best clients. Um, companies with on the on the technology side or an enterprise tail side, it could be companies that are selling something complex that's difficult to translate, or maybe there's a sales team that doesn't know how to generate opportunities quite yet. 
but maybe maybe they're very well versed in the product, but they're a bit older. They don't know all the modern sales strategies. That's a good one. Um, and then just in general, generally speaking, staffing, management consultancies, and technology companies. Just generally speaking, there's a play for for all of them on LinkedIn and email, and just using some of our approaches. So those would be good fits. Yeah. All right, Stephen. Perchikov, right? Stephen Perchikov. I said it right the first time. Stephen Perchikov. Again, your website is Art of Sales Academy. And again, when somebody goes there, they can grab a case study uh, and it says, you know, how to go from zero to $20,000 per month in 60 days with LinkedIn. Uh, That sounds pretty compelling. Uh, And uh, again, anything anything else uh, folks should uh, look for? No, I think that's that's it. There's also a button on the top right hand corner of the site if they want to schedule a call with me or someone on the team and and take it from there. Sounds great. Steven, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks so much, Josh. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.